So welcome, uh, Meredith, Martina, and Sarah. It's great to have you here joining us. The phrase I want to um, just kind of highlight and then see where it goes is uh, that we cannot, uh, these are Bill W's words, uh, we, we can't shame ourselves into recovery. And, uh, and so let that just be a uh, neon light hovering somewhere in the corner. And uh, to remind everyone, including myself, that uh, if we can't shame our way into recovery, then how can we? And uh, my sponsor, Bob Bell, who was my sponsor for 37 years, said that the only way to find our connection with a deeper purpose and meaning and is through love, love. You would say, over and over, love is the essence and beauty is its manifestation. And uh, so I came into this program in uh, August of 1984 and have been in recovery and program since uh, 4.30 p.m. that day. And I was a, I'm a hundred pounder to invoke the reading from today that we always have to remember. And uh, I am a hundred pounder. That is to say, I've lost uh, over a hundred pounds and my high weight was 285. So in the big book, it says, this is, uh, remember this is a uh, kind of powerful baffling disease. And I remember going to my first retreat about three months after I came into this program. And it happened to be with uh, Peter, as so many of you have mentioned Peter. He was, he was the first, like, to me, God of uh, OA. And uh, at that retreat, he said, uh, remember, this is a powerful, cunning, baffling disease. And he would ask, uh, and what's the most important word there? And people would say, cunning. Some would say, powerful. Some would say, baffling. And, uh, and then Peter would say, uh, no, remember, remember, 
remember, remember this is cunning, powerful, baffling disease. And uh, I think this uh, reading for today points to that. And uh, when I came into this program in 1984, by the way, I couldn't have used the phrase or the neon light of the way or the path to recovery is through love. That that, that was an alien concept. Or that you can't shame your way into recovery. That too was alien. I I was raised in shame. And shame was a natural sea, ocean, in which to navigate life. So I couldn't have used that phrase. I can today, but not then. And I think the greatest gift I was given when I walked into this program was pain. We don't like to talk about that. And, uh, but pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization is requisite. That's what the big book says. My first sponsor, Alex, who took me through the first year of program, gave me a bracelet that he had engraved P-A-I-D, paid, pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization, is the way in which we pay our dues. And um, the dilemma is that pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization is different for each person. In in program language, we use hitting bottom, high bottom, low bottom. So the real question is, uh, how quickly can we hit bottom? How quickly can we have can we have access to the gift of pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization so that we no longer have questions? I'm sorry, we no longer have answers, but questions. We, we don't know anymore. Uh, the big book talks about the pillars of the program being willingness, open-mindedness, and honesty. And pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization opens up the pathway to willingness, willingness, and opens up the pathway to open-mindedness, to receiving alternate views 
of the world and how to get through a day. It's not a minor thing to learn how to get through a day. Just think about it. The hardest thing for me to do was to get through a day. How to get through the basics of life. Pay my bills, clean the dishes, take a shower. Get through a conversation without decimating the other human being. How to get through the day without lying, cheating, stealing. It's no minor thing to get through a day. The entire journey of being human is to get through a day. I didn't have that skill. And and because I didn't have that skill, my solution was to eat. And when you're a hundred pounder like me, it's very hard to be 185, 285 pounds and not eat massive amounts of food. And so my sponsor, by the way, hit his bottom when he was 35 pounds overweight. Other people hit it at 100, some at 500. It just depends on each person. For me, it was 285 at the age of 32 or 33. And um, when I came in at 4.30 on August 26, it was as if I had entered a new universe that the day before and the day after were two different cosmos. It's hard to explain it. Everything changed. Everything changed. It was as if I went from black and white into color. And by color, I don't mean everything was beautiful, you know, because getting through a day and being human is hard. how to go to work, how to go to a meeting at work, how to say yes to life, how to open up the blinds, how to get through each meal without, and then having it end. 
you know, I used to, people uh, used to say, um, uh, say, Ali, what are you going to do today? And I'd say, um, in the early days, I'd say, well, I'm going to have breakfast, I'm going to have lunch, and then I'm going to have dinner. And, and then they'd say, yeah, I know, I know, but what are you going to do between? And I'd say, wait. And so one of the hardest things I had to learn how to do is wait. How to wait, how to get through a day and wait, wait for everything, wait for, wait. It's different than patient. The longest day of my life is a day when, on one of the longest days of my life was the day I entered OA. At 4.30 p.m., I had to wait from morning to 4.30 without binging. It's hard. Try it. It's like, what do I do for this hour? So, um, and it turns out that... the way the process of learning to get through a day is in the 12 steps is through the slogans is through the sponsorship is through meetings and um through a shift in consciousness that can't be demanded. That is to say, a movement from self-orientation, the big book calls self-centeredness, which is different than selfishness. Self-centeredness is always being concerned about me, my needs, my fears, my anxieties. It's a complete orientation towards self. And the journey is turning this orientation in slow motion over time with great practice and with great faith towards an orientation of wanting to be useful and usable in service to others, and not just humans, but to life itself, to nature, to this sense of, to life, this orientation away from self and towards being what the big book calls an altruistic movement, 
altruistic movement, a desire to make other people's lives better, which is what we do as sponsors. Like what we do when we come to meetings, we're, we're reorienting towards um, a worldview in which we what Bill, 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 Bill W. says, <clears throat> I want to live more unencumbered by the demands of my ego. We can't get rid of our ego, but we can become less encumbered by it. And, um, and it turns out that that is the prerequisite for remaining abstinent is the more we can reorient outward and the less self-oriented we are the more peace we have for ourselves and uh, we bring it to others so that's uh that's the journey that i'm on is uh is to learn how to shame less and love more. And uh, thank you for allowing me to be here.